Welcome to Two Arabs and a Podcast, a show with no limits. Dating, business, martial arts, self-defense, and the life of two Arabs in America. Arabs in America. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome your hosts, the owner of Warrior Academy, the son of an immigrant, international traveler, black rank in Krav Maga, a jiu-jitsu practitioner, and Brazil's national champion. And of course, 2018 Self-Defense Instructor of the Year, a bodyguard and military combative instructors, none other than Franz Azar. Joined by his co-host, Omar Aswan, the owner of Warrior Tactical Training, published author, doctor of criminology, world traveler, fluent in four languages, a military combat contractor, and a first-generation immigrant. The show begins now. Welcome to another episode of Two Arabs in a Podcast. I'm your host, Omar Aswad, and I'm joined by my co-host, Filas Adab, coming to you live from Kansas City today. Uh, beautiful weather. And today we have a dark topic that we'd like to discuss. Bigotry, hate, hate crime, and religious attacks around yeah. the country and around the world. Filas, how's it going? I am doing good, man. You know, just like me and you said, you know, we, uh, unfortunately, I hope our tone doesn't make our audience feel what happened to these two, but we're affected, we're very sad, we're very, I mean, me and Omar, honestly, we had uh, um, uh, a set program for this week, but we canceled it because of what just happened. And honestly, we want to shed light on this situation. And, you know, I'm disturbed about it. I mean, I know how you feel. Of course. And I mean, what happened in New Zealand is a very similar attack to what happened a couple of weeks ago in uh, Pittsburgh against uh, a synagogue uh, that attacked yeah. uh, Jews who are practicing their religion peacefully and innocently. And they were attacked for nothing more than their religion. And now we see something very similar. Uh, a bunch of people who were attacked in a mosque for nothing beyond the religious belief. This is a prosecution yeah. on religion. It is. It's, uh, I think it's an attack against religion. But have you noticed? Let's be honest, Omar, me and you, we're going to come out from the gate. I mean, this is our podcast, and I don't think we sugarcoat anything. We're very open-minded, but we're honest. Um, this is, I don't think it's just a religion attack. Have you noticed the talk, Muslim? They're making the world Muslim as Arab. It's not just a religion. So have you noticed, like, that the language that's been said, remember, oh, they killed a bunch of Muslims. That me and you, when we walk outside, literally, if nobody ever see, heard me and you Arabic, we speak. As soon as you, me and you speak Arabic, what is the first thing they call it? Muslims. Muslims exactly. Do they even ask us what is our religion? No. Uh, no, it's, it's, it's a stereotype, unfortunately, and we talked about it in our, yeah. first ep- in our first episode. Not all Muslims are Arabs, and not all Arabs are Muslims. Actually, majority of Muslims are not Arabs. Islam started in the Middle East, but the majority of Muslims around the world, majority, more than 60% of Muslims are actually not Arabs. So by that yep. definition, but people assume automatically Arab and Muslim are go hand in hand together. There's multiple or many countries that are Arab countries like Lebanon and Syria and Jordan that has Christian uh, almost majority and they're Arab countries. Yep. And there are multiple uh, people that I know in the Kansas City area and you know that are Christian Arabs or Jewish yep. Arabs. Yep. And it doesn't mean one or the other. While there is, you know, Somalis or none or, you know, uh, Indians or Pakistanis who are not Arabs, but are Muslims. There are even, you know, Irish Muslims and there's, you know, European Muslims. So Arab and Muslim does not go hand in hand together, which sadly has been it's been thrown around as the same thing. It's, It's been thrown around as the same thing. And the other thing is we are very tired. And literally, not the word just saying tired, I think fed up would be the best way to explain this. Since 9-11, 
we come uh, uh, I'll be honest uh, let's be uh, and I'm talking about this country uh, what shocked me so if something happened in New Zealand Europe is already facing a rise of the white supremacist and honest to God let's be honest me and you Umar, I think we're the cause of it here we played that game two years ago. Let's be honest. We've seen the game that they've been playing. And it gave a little bit strength to that bullshit that it starts down there. I mean, so if you think about it, so we got this white supremacy high-level shouted up. Didn't we have a couple of months ago, um, a guy came in here, is it in, uh, in Kansas City, when they uh, opened fire at the uh, Israeli uh, community center? It did, yeah. And also that talk in, yeah. in Pittsburgh was very similar towards yeah. the yeah. Uh, you know, Jewish center. So think about it. What is being attacked here? Right? Have you noticed? Look at, look at the, there's, there's, uh, honestly, there is, um, how can I phrase this correctly? Uh, there's just like a pattern. And I noticed it's toward Middle Easterners. We are all Middle Easterners. The Jewish community are Middle Eastern from origins. So I don't know. What do you think? No, exactly. I mean, I mean, Jewism started in the Middle East. So did Christianity. Of course. And so did Islam. Yes. All three religions started in the Middle that. East. So, uh, you know, it's an ignorant comment to, first of all, assume all Middle Easterns are Muslims, because let's not forget that Jesus Christ came from the Middle East. He was in Israel, which is in the Middle East. Uh, Christianity and Judaism has almost all prophets and all, even Jesus, as we just mentioned, uh, was from the Middle East. So uh, there's an attack. When you attack Middle Eastern, Based on Christian, based excuse me on Judaism or Islam, then what's next? Is Christianity going to be attacked next? Because that's where the original started from. Uh, that's where yeah. the original churches and all the historical churches of Christianity is in the Middle East. Uh, but sadly, yeah. I feel like in what saddened me, and I think what we uh, for our listeners to know, we decided to cancel the podcast for this week, which we have programmed, and, and switch topics to talk about yeah. the attack because of the comments that we've been seeing on social media. There's comments that's been raising in social media, there's a trend going on that says in support of the shooter in New Zealand saying they deserve it. They're Muslims. They they had it coming. Uh, Muslims been killing Christians, so you know, it's a payback. Or, oh, it's a payback for 9-11. Or it's a payback oh, for... Oh, what they, what they say, let them try to say medicine, uh, their taste of their own medicine. Exactly. That's the latest comment. Exactly. And, and, and as if you guys have been listening to our social media, we're very uh, advocates of, uh, uh, you know, protecting innocent and civilian people. When when we yep. saw in, in Africa uh, the killing of Christians for and prosecution in Egypt a couple of years ago and now in Somalia, we stood against it and we raised multiple posts that says we're against this killing. They're why they're being prosecuted based on religion. Same thing when, uh, you know, synagogue happened in, in Pittsburgh. We, me and Philos both posted and were very active posting about this is not acceptable. Why are people being prosecuted based on religion? And now the same thing is happening here. The, I yeah. think that the notion that's been going on social media and the trend that is going is, well, this is an attack on Muslims and Muslims are terrorists, therefore it's acceptable. But last I checked, we're not at war with Islam. We're at war with terrorism. And there's two different yeah. things. Yes, there's, there's a lot of Muslim terrorist groups around the, the world, but... The, the war that the President Bush started in Afghanistan after 9-11 and the war in Iraq and the war that's keep going currently is not a war against Islam. It's a war that is supported by Muslims. First of all, multiple Muslims have died in 9-11. Um, multiple Muslims died in 9-11. Multiple Muslim countries have openly supported the war on terror. Uh, for example, Saudi Arabia, I know, wrote a check for $500 million for 9-11 mm -hmm. victims. Um, they, Remember that one? They, they don't talk about it in the media, by the way. No, by don't. the way, they don't. 
Weet je wat? Als ze... Like you said, and I'm sorry to cut you off. President Bush even said, remember when he came and took that stand and said, we are not war with Islam. We are not in war with the Middle East. We are in war with terrorists. He said that. Exactly. And, 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 and I mean, if you think about it, Philas, uh, biggest almost military bases in the Middle East that contributed to war in Iraq and Afghanistan was in Saudi Arabia and Qatar or Kuwait. So three Muslim countries have hosted, supported and funded the U.S. military efforts against war and terror. So if we're yep. war, if this was a war against Islam, then why would you use the biggest Muslim countries such as Kuwait, Saudi Arabia and Qatar in efforts against uh, terrorism? That wouldn't make sense now, would it? Also, more, if I looked up the statistics just now before we started. Al-Qaeda, since 9-11, have killed more Muslims in the Middle East than they have killed Jews, Christians, atheists combined. So terrorism is terrorism actually is 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 being seen and affecting more Muslims in the Middle East, like in Iraq and in, in Mosul, for example, and and all, elsewhere in the Middle East, is affecting more Muslims than it's actually affecting Americans or you know Westerners or affecting Christians or Jews. Um, Al Qaeda has not actually had any recent attacks on Israel, for example, but they have had multiple attacks against Jordan, Saudi Arabia. Uh, in Yemen, for example, and multiple attacks against Muslim countries. So Al-Qaeda has been fighting Muslims in the Middle East, actually versus, as as the media makes it seem, that they're fighting the Westerns. They're not. They're, the most attacks of terrorist organization in the Middle East are against Muslims. So it's not exact. How is how would that make sense? If it's a war against Islam, then shouldn't all Muslims combine, stand together? When Al-Qaeda is killing more Muslims. The president of um, okay, I mean you said said Al Qaeda, right? Exactly. The other one. ISIS. Who's ISIS been killing since they started? Exactly, they've been killing more Muslims and more Muslims uh, being affected by this than actually anybody else. Yeah. Uh, yes, there is Christian that are being prosecuted in the Middle East, yeah. but also the Muslims are being prosecuted in the Middle East. Al Qaeda has killed three thousand soldiers, Iraqi soldiers in Camp uh, Spike, Spiker uh, in Iraq in two thousand fifteen. Three thousand soldiers got prosecuted because they were Iraqi military. They were all Muslims, uh, majority of which were Muslims, Sunnis and Shias. Well, when you were uh, part of uh, what is the Blackwater at that time? No, GLS. GLS. Okay, weren't you more in in in, in threat than the other guys? Pretty you're much. Being an Iraqi and you're. Pretty much, I'm targeted for that, and uh, my family yeah. have been receiving death threats. My brothers worked as contractors and received death threats because of that. I've, I have cousins that work with the Iraqi military special forces units and have uh, been victimized and targeted for their work. So this is not a war between uh, you know us versus Islam. It's not a war between West and Islam. Uh, multiple people who work in the U.S. military are Muslims fighting in Iraq and Afghanistan. And if you look at Al-Qaeda, as I just mentioned, and I want to emphasize this, and I've said it multiple times, Al-Qaeda has been, and ISIS combined have been killing more Muslims than they're killing any other people. Have Al-Qaeda killed Christians? Yes, they have. Have they prosecuted Jews? Yes, they have. Have they targeted Westerners? They have. But they're also targeting Muslims, so they're not exclusively attacking, oh, you're a Muslim, you get a free pass because we have a war against the West. No, they're attacking everybody. They're a terrorist organization, they're a piece of shits, they're attacking everybody who does not agree with them. Whether they're Muslims, whether they're mm -hmm. Christians, whether they're Jews, they're a piece of shit organization. Yeah. And, and, uh, and uh, go ahead, sorry. No, no, go ahead, sorry. Um, you know, I'm like, I don't want to get too emotional with this, but to be honest with you, just trying to get to our audience back. 
Um, so when that New Zealand thing happened, that's when the first text me and Omar text each other up. Let's go watch uh, social media. Let's see who's who. Remember that text? Yeah, exactly. That was that night. Immediately. That was the first thing. We we usually send the news to each other. And literally, I sent the text and he shot me the same thing. We sat and compiled disgusting remarks. Like, I don't think even it's worth it to read it. But it it is just, it it shocked us. And it's not just even from the hatred or the white supremacists we're talking about in Europe making comments. This is here. In the United States of America, by the way. This is here. One person even educated, we need to do something like this here to get them out of our country. Excuse me? No, exactly. And and, and it's it's kind of sad that on social media, the first people that condemned these acts were Israeli military, Israeli special Thank forces, and, and Israeli pers- politicians that says, this is a terrorist attack. We stand with Muslims community. So the media last I checked says we're at war, the Middle East is war with Israel, yet Israelis are standing supporting their Muslim them yep. citizen, fellow citizens and saying this is a terrorist attack this is not much difference than well, we, Jews being killed our, our, our federal colleague uh, Idana Bolink he's a former Gilani uh, military guy not just IDF right yes. and he's a guy that's in our in our industry helping people what is the first post he did he said this is a terrorist attack this is a terrorist attack people got killed while trying to worship this is a terrorist attack he even said it no. but where's the American media Where's the American media? Where's the American politician? In the beginning when it happened, have we heard something from our president? No, not the really. The first day? Not really. It's exactly. A, and, and the problem is, and, and here's what I have a problem with, the comments. People say, well, it's freedom of speech. Um, you can comment huh. and say whatever. But calling for actions and, and celebrating the killing of children, regardless yeah. of their religion, regardless of their background, is not acceptable. We should not celebrate the killing of Jews. We should not celebrate the killing of Christians. Neither should we support the killing of Muslims. It's not acceptable. These are not Al-Qaeda combatants. They were not caring for AK-47s. They were not. I'm all for if this person or any other person wants to pick up a rifle and go to Afghanistan, Iraq, or Syria and shoot Al-Qaeda and ISIS, go for it. I will put your picture and support you on social media and applaud you for it. But it's a cowardice attack to go to people, religion, uh, gathering, and shoot people who are innocent unarmed and unexpected. Yep. If you're declaring war, then declare war and go against people who are actually fighting. Go against Al-Qaeda. Well, like, what, what, remember what I said, me and you? The, we are the most active when it comes to two Arab Americans in our community. We're known. And we're not trying to brag we're celebs or something. Literally now people know who we are. Me and Omar have our address even online. We are waiting for any of those motherfuckers to fuck with us. You know, they don't. But guess where they go? They go to those markets. To the market. Remember the supermarket where your family is at? Yeah. They go to their mosque. They go to their daycare schools. They go talk shit to them online. So why do you go to them than us? Yeah, because we too know what to do. Exactly. I mean, but that's a typical, typical act of active shooters. They target easy, soft targets. They target, they're honestly, and I'm sorry to say this, they're pussies. They are weak, cowardice people that have a lot in common between all these active shooters. And they target uh, weak targets because they know they can't defend themselves. If you really want to attack, if you really are that brave and you know how to shoot and you want to go pro like the New Zealand guy, then why don't you fly to Syria and fight against ISIS? Why didn't you fly? Why didn't you fly to uh, Africa and fight against Somalia, which is almost on the urge of having civil war? Why did you shoot civilians in in a, in a old people in a fucking mosque? Why, uh, the same yeah. thing, though. The same act. I mean, let's talk about just switch it up. 
isn't it a coward in the same exact act? It's almost identical what happened in Pittsburgh, showing up to a uh, to a, a gathering of Jews celebrating their religion, and boom, you end up shooting them. They were unarmed, innocent people who are not combatants. If you have problems against, you know, the Jewish uh, religion, then pick up a rifle and go fight against the Israeli military. But you know for a fact that exactly. you'll get destroyed, so you're going to choose the, the Israeli, or the, excuse me, the Jewish old in their 90s sitting, pra- you know, praying versus going to fight against the IDF. The same thing. It's, it's the exact same concept. You're basically choosing a soft target versus going to actually fight something that is hard. Um, all these active shooters go end up going to, to schools versus uh, why don't you show up to a, um, a police station? Why don't you show up to, a, you know, an NRA convention? Because you know that people will put a fight. So you end up choosing uh, the most times places that are not allowing weapons, places that are people unarmed, untrained, that are not expecting it. And it's a cowardice attack, honestly. There's no much, and I'm going to say this right now, there's no much difference between the guy what just did in, in Pittsburgh, the guy that did in New Zealand, and Al-Qaeda. Al-Qaeda putting a car bomb in a, in a market is the exact same cowardice act. They're not fighting the Iraqi army. They're just basically blinding people and killing people innocently around the world, including Middle Eastern countries, including Muslim communities. And they're just basically blindsiding innocent people. Putting a car bomb in a, in a, in a market if you're really, yeah. if you're that brave, then why don't you go fight the Iraqi military? Oh, wait, because you, they're a hard target. And I'm not encouraging, obviously, shooting police stations or, or um, attacking military units. But I'm saying if you believe in something, then why don't you fight somebody who's on your level? Why are you going to soft targets? Yeah. <laughs> that, I, I mean, you just, uh, you had the answer right there. Because uh, think about it, you have to go after soft targets. And nobody's going to fight that. It's just basically when you see uh, all these active shooters, like when I did criminology, you know, you're doing PhD, you have your PhD criminology. If you notice, since they're kids, these are people that you see them choking on a cat or trying to scalp it or do weird shit to their fucking pet. Um, he's not going to go fuck with a bigger kid that beats the fuck out of him. By the way, if you notice, most of these cowards. No, exactly. It's a bully mentality. I mean, look at uh, Dylan, who shot up a, a black church just because he didn't like black people. Uh, he sat in church and, and sat there for a few minutes, almost 20 minutes, and then he opened fire at them. If you really had a problem uh, against black people, then why don't you go to Chicago and f- shoot big gang members? Honestly. Why are you showing up to a church where there are old people who welcomed you and shook your hands and said, welcome to our church, and then you shoot them? In New Zealand, I saw the video, and the guy at the door says, welcome, brother. So his last word was brother before he got shot. I mean, these are obviously peaceful people. If you have a problem with, oh, you know what, I don't like black people, then go find black gangs or find black people who are on your level and be like, hey, man, we have a problem. Let's go. Let's take it out. That's fine. But That's the, the thing, they won't. They won't. They go to a black church or they go to a mosque or they go to a you know a synagogue and they're like, oh, cool, let's attack these people who are in their 90s sitting there. In, this, in Pittsburgh, there was a guy that got killed. He was 96 years old. Really? Is that – do you consider yourself brave for shooting a 96-year-old man? Like, mm-hmm. come on. Well, uh, here's the thing. Um, what does this make some different than the attack in 9-11? Well – Only on 9-11 is like a cra- crazy a bigger scale, but then they – Use people in innocent planes and hit buildings where innocent people don't know what's going on. I mean, I mean, right? the, the definition of terrorism is to attack civilian, to enforce fear and strike fear 
in order to change political politicians' minds or, or change public policy. So car bombs in Iraq market, it changes, it makes people afraid to go shopping, it affects the economy, then forces the government to negotiate or do something. The same thing, the 9-11 was purpose was to scare people and basically, hey, you're not safe. You might be at work and a, fly, a plane might be flying towards you. The same thing, though, is a terrorist act, by definition, is when you show up to a church and shoot them or you show up to a concert and shoot people, what are you trying to accomplish? You're killing, basically, strike fear and get a response from the public uh, media and the public uh, you know, people and saying, hey, you're, be afraid. Start acting in a certain way. You're pursuing them to change what they're doing. And that's, by definition, is terrorism. That's not much difference than the active shooter in, in, in um, Vegas, the active shooter Dylan in a black church, uh, active shooter in a, in a synagogue, or active shooter in a mosque. That's not much difference. And I'm, I'm waiting for somebody to point out how is that different? How is what happened in New Zealand different from what happened in a black church? Or how is that different from what happened to a synagogue? Uh, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what's the difference. And I'm going to be blunt. It's a white Christian shooting Middle Eastern Muslims. Exactly. That's the only that's difference. That's not a terrorist in all of their eyes here. Have you noticed? No, exactly. That's the only difference is the victims. And the victim is different. Yeah. And, uh-huh. and, and, and we're shaming the victim and saying, hey, because you're yes. Muslim, you deserve it. Are we really? Yeah. What's next? You're sh- we're gonna shame rape victims and say, well, because you're a woman, you deserve it. You're blonde, you deserve it. You're tall, you deserve uh, it. We, we, we already did it to some woman. Remember that idiot politician? Exactly. Or, it, and I said, if they don't dress, I mean, it's just becoming ignorant more than ever. It's just, it's getting worse. So it's, uh, yeah. Uh, but but one of the comments I wanted to mention is I keep reading it says well this is a payback for 9-11 and or they attacked yep. us so it's nice to have a taste of their own medicine but uh, I encourage our listeners to tell me when was the last um, you know Muslim attack I'm going to name it specifically Muslim attack on US soil US soil specifically uh, beside 9-11 and Orlando Florida the nightclub the uh, gay nightclub that got shut up by Omar. What's the other two? Can you name one? There's uh-huh. there's uh-huh. few. You can count them on a hand. One hand, you can say, well, there was an army post that got shot up by this crazy dude who was in the military and ended up shooting a bunch of people. He was Muslim. Uh, 9-11 uh-huh. and Orlando. There's three. Versus how many uh, school shooters are white Christians or uh, white background who are non-Muslims. Well, 97% of all active shooters, school active shooters, so I can be specific, 97% yeah. of all school active shooters are men, and 79% of all active shooters in the United States are white Christians. So, but yet we're not pointing fingers at nobody and saying, well, Christianity is a problem with you know uh, shooting up schools. We understand that this is not a presentation of Christianity. This is not a presentation of all Christians or all white men. This is a this yeah. is bad bad apples within a religion that decided to act crazy. The same thing, Al Qaeda. To me, I look at it and I'm saying, okay, you guys are whack, crazy people who are not liked in the Middle East, not liked by Muslim communities, and you are killing Muslims, Christians, and Jews. You're bad apples too. There's no much difference to it. But if we're talking about numbers, actually the United States have more problem with right-wing extreme terrorists than they have with foreigners or Muslims combined. Well, the, the, the watch list with the local police department and the FBI 
The number one is the militia. Exactly. I mean, I was I was at a conference uh, for our listeners, and I've told you this for us before. I was in a conference uh, um, about a year ago or so, and uh, it's a law enforcement conference, and the presenter was from the local FBI office, and he said, our biggest threat, this is in Kansas City, biggest threat are right-wing extremists and militias. Uh, versus, you know, uh, foreigners or Mexicans or black or Arabs or Muslims. There's more attacks in Kansas City on law enforcement or communities by right wing extremists than any other group. Now, I'm not saying and I want to make it clear. I'm not saying all right wing conservatives are terrorists. I'm not. Uh I'm not saying all Republicans are, conser- are terrorists. Uh, no point did I say that because the difference is we're not generalizing. We understand there are conservatives that are thousands of nice, good people who are welcoming and, and have their political views about certain things in politics. But there's bad apples among them that maybe 1% are a piece of shits who carry attacks. The same thing. If, if, uh, if there's 1 billion Muslims in the world, what's the percentage of Al-Qaeda yeah. and ISIS? And the Somali terrorist groups, <laughs> Shihab. So if we if we take Al Qaeda and ISIS and Shihab, and we percentage wise, it's what it will be what zero point zero zero one percent of all Muslims in the world. I mean, think about uh-huh. it. Like in, in the United States, how many Muslims are there in the United States? Not the military, not the police, just presence in the United States. If they were all terrorists, don't you think we'll have more terrorist attacks basically on the daily? Yeah. I mean, if you look at the attacks, um, I mean, if you look at the attacks in Africa, I think that's like every day down there. I mean, this is the thing. When they talk about we are in war with terrorism, when did we get it here other than 9-11? The major one is 9-11. And then there's a couple here and there, you know, yeah. a stabbing in a mall or, or you know, Incidences that are you can count on one hand versus all the thousands of incidences by, you know, white folks who are shooting up schools or shooting up uh, churches or mosques and, and uh, synagogues. I mean, if we talk about the last 26 attacks in the United States just from today, the last 26, they were all done. 26 out of 26 were done by white Men. Uh, again, I'm, yep. not, I'm not saying my white men are evil. I'm not saying white men are bad. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is the media and the people generally keep pointing that says immigrants are bad. Muslims are bad. Mexicans are coming, committing crime. Muslims are terrorists. You know, black folks are doing what I don't know what they're doing. But in the end of the day, if you actually look at the trends of the United States, you really don't have that much problem with immigrants. Yeah, of course you're gonna find no. me. You're gonna find me one Mexican be like, or you know, six Mexicans be like, oh, see, they raped somebody. Yeah, that doesn't make them good people. But like, white people have shitty people. Mexicans have shitty people. Like, Christians have shitty people. Muslims have shitty people. I mean, we don't. We don't. I, let, let me ask you this, fellas: Are we gonna point out to all churches and say they're all pedophiles because there's tens and tens of pedophile pastors? Uh-huh. Like, like by the week, we're getting them cancer or caught right now. It's by the week, and uh, nobody have said you know all of them they're going to be pedophiles. But it's it's happening. It's there. Exactly. We don't. We don't. No, we don't. Uh, we don't. We don't. No, we don't, we don't s- sit here. Said we can't get our shoulders up there because every priest out there is a pedophile. No man, a priest is a priest, Catholic priest, whatever. But there is a problem. Obviously, there is a problem. And the thing is here. 
when going back to the whole blame game and pointing out, this is something we're very good about in the United States. We never look inward. We never address the issue. We blame the issue on others. So during this whole thing happening in 9-11, whatever, all in that, we know who it is when, boom, we bombed and we got it. We got it in a mess. Now, we got this thing going on in New Zealand. This has hit the shores of Europe. This guy is right there saying he did this. And he is basically a white supremacist. And on top of it, he said uh, his inspiration is what? We have a conservative talk show here, right? Yeah. I read the seven And pages. our president. He said our president. President Donald Trump is his inspiration. So when doing all this happen, our politicians are worried about V2ing the wall. But we have 49 Muslims that got killed and butchered in New Zealand by a guy that used... By name, favorite radio host for the inspiration and our president. But, really? But and here's the thing, which I don't understand personally. If if somebody came out today and went and raped a girl in downtown Kansas City and says, you know what, listening to Omar and Faraz uh, podcast inspired me, we would come and be like, hold on, piece of shit. That actually, we never said rape yeah. anybody. That doesn't represent us. You're a piece of shit. So. What I don't understand. It wasn't Yeah. What exactly. I understand. I'm not saying. I'm not saying all Trump voters are. There's about you know what 160 million people that voted for President Trump. Obviously, thousands and millions of people that are awesome, good people, and amazing yep. people. But when when somebody comes and does such a bad act and says President Trump, you inspired me, I expect the president to come out and be like, Hey, piece of shit. I never said kill Muslims. Yep. I never encouraged no, that. No. I never said that. So you're not representing me. You distance yourself away from it. Like any person, any celebrity would be distancing themselves from an accusation that says, hey, this guy inspired me. And I feel like that's the normal act. But I think back to your point, it says easy to point fingers. I think the problem yep. in the United States, it's easier for security purposes than to tell them the tell the general public, well, actually, you're more likely to get uh -huh. shot by a white guy than be shot by a Mexican yep. or Arab or Muslim. So it's easier to point <laughs> yes. out. It's easier to put yeah. out people who are different from you and say, well, you know what? Mexicans are bad. We're going to build a wall. Muslims are terrorists. Uh, we're going to deport them. Oh, you know what? We're going to search the guy at the airport who looks brown versus, hold on a second, but statistically you just said active shooters are more likely to be white. But it's easier to say that than actually strike fear and say, well, there's no way to control it. They live among us. They look like us. They're white American citizens born and raised here from middle class families. And we have no way of detecting it till it happens, essentially. It basically strikes fear. So it's easier, in my opinion, to point out Mexicans, blacks, and, and people and Arabs who look different or say, you know, Muslims are bad. All Muslims are bad versus actually looking in and saying, well, is it really all Muslims are bad? If it was all bad, there's in Kansas City, there's in Kansas City area only. Uh, 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 hold on. Before we get into a specific, if you can say all bad, you see the business that I run? I'm in the heart of Kansas City, one of the biggest self-defense academies I own, right? Yeah. You're running uh, the tactical business. You, where we run podcasts. Um, your other family that you've been married into, um, what do they run? All the Middle Easterner markets that we got here, the biggest. Yeah, all, um, all the restaurants uh, and the how stores. Many like uh, literally Midtown now, you've been coming a lot to Midtown because I live here in the gym here, right? Yeah. Have you noticed how many businesses we have run by Arab Americans? Oh, exactly. It, 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 it is. And, and for the record, uh, my in-laws are Muslims. 
they're devout Muslims, and uh, yeah. They're, they're, but we, how many times we went out drinking and partying and, and you know doing normal oh, things? That's oh, typically they don't they don't ride camels and they don't you know blow up. They're the only thing they blow up is a bottle of champagne. So let's <laughs> set the record straight here. But I looked it up in Kansas City. There's tw- there are six no, different mosques. Your wife, your wife, on the other hand, she break into cars. Her car. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> she breaks her own car. <laughs> I had to bring that up, ladies and gentlemen. His wife. I think she, what did she say? She forgot the keys or something. She just busted the window in. I'm like, yeah, oh, she broke the window. <laughs> Exactly. I was like, okay, I guess, I guess that's one way of opening the door. But there you go. But but let's talk specifics. Kansas City area has six mosques. If all Muslims are terrorists, then we have six recruiting stations in Kansas City. Then I would that would expect at least you know six attacks per year, average. Even if they if successfully they do one. In Kansas City, we had zero Muslim at, or Arab attacks. Zero. Okay, yeah. that's zero. Uh, uh, by the way, how many people do you train to get them firearms? How many people I train to get to train them in self-defense in my gym? About 200 members. And God knows how many we had and went in and in. Just between our businesses, how many people would have trained? Thousands. Between me and you. Thousands. Exactly. <laughs> so if you think about it, I, I never said, like, hey, you're a white guy. Are you a Christian? You have a gun? I didn't ask anybody to shoot. Um, as long it's as you're a good person. Our, our business is like a melting pot. Oh, exactly. And, as long, and, and, and for the record, for our listeners, uh, when the shootings start happening in churches, we reached out to churches to train and arm churches. Mm-hmm. We, me and Philos, we offered, uh, you know, our house of worship program that basically was still going, that we train house of worship churches and synagogues on saying, hey, we're going to train your security personnel and train your churches in response to active shooters, restraint and control and things like that. So we offered to do that. And now when we're seeing mosques getting attacked, we're offering the same thing for a mosque. That's not, oh. we're not outraged because they're Muslims. We're not outraged because they're Christians. We're outraged because they're innocent people practicing their own religion. I don't give a shit what you practice. You should be able to practice your religion without people shooting you. And that means even Christians. Exactly. Like That's why when I see a Christian getting beheaded in the Middle East because by Al-Qaeda, I'm like, this is fucked up. They should not get beheaded because they're Christians. But guess what? They're not yep. getting beheaded by the general public. They're getting beheaded by a terrorist group who's beheading Muslims for not for yep. not growing their beards. They're you know killing women for not covering their hair. They're they're a terrorist, an yeah. extremist terrorist group that are basically. Uh, I've seen a lot of people don't understand how scary this shit. I've seen. Uh, God, I forgot the year. But when ISIS rise, the rise of ISIS, and I saw this whole documentary. Um, dude, you know how when they take over a village or a town, they paint everything black. Do you know that's how scary that is? It is, yeah. They, they t- paint your home, everything black. Um, they do a big, um, almost like a theater, but they shoot it in the biggest building with a, um, a screen thing. And right there, you got their leader speaking to the dude. It's just like a movie, like an invasion. And then if you're against it, they'll behave you. They take over the area. They take over the stoplights. They're just, look to everything. They take over the whole area and paint it black. And it's a village of Muslims. Well, exactly. It's, it's uh, Al-Qaeda has killed more Muslims than, and I keep um, repeating this, and I want somebody to fact check it, and I wish somebody would fact check it. Al-Qaeda and ISIS have killed more Muslims than they have killed Westerners, Christians, Jews, or any other religion. They have killed and targeted more Muslims. Al-Qaeda, for the record, if you guys actually watched uh, uh, Bin Laden's speeches before he got killed, he actually threatened, threatened uh, Saudi Arabia multiple times. 
Oh, that, that's how it started He's, with the Iraq invasion. He came to Saudi Arabia and wanted to use the Saudi military to fight during the Iraq-Kuwait invasion. Remember the first Gulf War? And we said, no, fuck off. You've been kicked out of the country. You're not supposed to be doing this. And we reach our ally, United States. He raised the flag and the war, the holy war against Saudi for this, exactly. by the way. Yeah, actually, actually, uh, and and this is obviously there. You can look up his speeches. He threatened Saudi Arabia almost in every speech he gave. Every single yep. speech, he, he always and citizens and their citizens. He always threatens uh, Saudi Arabia. Yep. He actually, he actually, yep. he actually declared, uh, you know, jihad on Saddam government before Saddam, you know, uh, government collapsed. Yep. He said Saddam's are infidels because they're socialists. They're not Muslims. Yep. Uh, and Saddam is a socialist. Um, he was never, you know, my father. You know my father's position during that first Gulf War because you know we were with the American military and help he used, to, he used to get, we didn't have emails back then. You talk about the first Gulf War. He used to get facts. Facts. Yes, I used to read it as a child. But I go to my dad's office and I'm reading Omar. Facts. A facts paper coming in, of course, how they're going to kill my father. My father's a Muslim. I'm a Saudi citizen. He is also an American citizen. But I'm just telling you. That's who they used to get the threats. No, exactly. So, so this... Uh, you know, for people who are who are saying, "Well, this is a payback. This is medicine." Blah blah blah. You gotta realize. I want you guys to self-reflect. Look at facts. Don't listen to Fox News, CNN. Don't make it a Republican or, or conservative issue. Don't make it a blue and red. Don't make it us versus them. Make it a fact. Say, okay. First of all, generally speaking, is terrorist all terrorist attacks in the world are Muslims? No, it's not. Majority of majority of active shooters, if we label it as terrorist attacks, which they are are white. So majority of active shooters in the United States are white. That makes it not all terrorist attacks are by Muslims. If we look at, uh, you know, the, the victims of terrorist organizations, are they all, you know, Christians? No, you'll see the majority of victims of terrorist attacks are actually Muslims. So by that definition, by that logic, you basically conclude not all terrorist organizations or terrorist attacks are by Muslims. Not all victims are, are Christians. So it's not a war between us and them. It's not a war between Christianity and Islam. And I feel like, and here's the thing which scares me, honestly terrifies me. Hate braids hate. Once you start declaring a war and saying, well, this, they deserve it. We have a war against yes. Islam. Then you're yes. pushing more people to join extreme groups like Al-Qaeda and ISIS because now they feel like their identity is being attacked. Now, this video, and I promise you this video, I've, I've, I watch and I research Al-Qaeda's videos, and I suspect that the, the shooters from New Zealand video is going to be utilized in some manner to market a recruiting video for ISIS and Al-Qaeda. They're going to use it. They're going to be like, see, Muslims are getting killed innocently for doing nothing the war, the West has declared war against Islam. Join us, and that's going to be very successful oh, for a group. Omar, we said that. Remember the first time me and you. Every time when this happened, how me and you end up watching the international waves and all this shit because that 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 like you said, it is an instrument of recruiting. That's what happened when the, I remember the Syrian war and ISIS. How they used it? Pretty much, they they they're gonna. This is a, a you know a, a green card or a green light for Al Qaeda recruiting. Al Qaeda a green light. A green light. Uh, excuse me. Yeah, it's 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 Al Qaeda has been struggling in the Middle East. They've been losing ground in Iraq. They're losing ground in Syria. And now all of a sudden they have a basically a get out of jail free card that says, hey. 
this guy attacked Muslims, and guess what? The American media and the Western media is encouraging him, where they're applauding him, which confirms we're at war. With, this is a war between Islam and the West. Al Qaeda has been wanting this narrative for the last 15 years. They've been wishing for a war between Muslims and non-Muslims. Because guess what? They There's one billion Muslims in the world. And if they declare it, this is not a war between terrorist organization and the world. This is a war between Muslims and the rest of the world. They get more fo- they get more support. They get more followers. And they've been trying really hard to play that card. So we're fall- why are we falling for their bluff and falling for extremists and saying, yes, we are at war with Muslims? How many Muslims are okay. we going to push towards joining Al-Qaeda and doing something dumb? Thank you. Because Let's we're hit the you hit, you, you hit the point there. Come on. Let me just remember what me and you talked about. Um, understanding the issue instead of attacking the issue. First of all, people like me and you uh, come from immigrant families that have been around when things were wrong in a wrong way. Um, I'm very proud to say how Saudi Arabia now is standing with the free world. And things have changed to a point that I am in shock. Remember how me and you talk about it? Exactly. And they're forgetting. They came and admit the prince on TV that they were wrong. Now, when you take responsibility, you see how what an amazing, powerful thing that is? When you take responsibility, he took. And remember how even the, the, the fanatic cops they used to use against us as kids. He pulled them off. He said they are wrong. You don't do this. He even said women shouldn't be covering. So here's what I think. So going back to what we were talking about. So people need to understand the problem. We came from places that we see and we look up to the American brand. We look up to the West. But in a time like this, people are scared. They're growing up and hearing the fears of how we are hated for our race and because of our religion. So what do you expect the growing child that sees the video of a white guy walking in the mosque and killing 49 Muslims? What do you expect him growing up saying? Exactly. He grows up with fear and he grows up with thinking exactly. white man is against me. That's what he grows up thinking. Yes. And it's not. And, and, and what I think is the solution to terrorism in general, and I'm using the word terrorism to include active shooters, you know, uh, people shooting up schools, shooting up churches, shooting synagogues. I'm using that as a wide term. I think the solution to that is uniting as we unite as a community and as a world that says, hey, it doesn't matter if you're Muslim or Christian or Jewish. We're all getting killed by extremists. We should unite to fight extremists. As you know, in the end of the day, I think about it the following. It's in our best interest to say, hey, as a community, let's say Kansas City, it's in our best interest to unite, to find extremists, whether they're Muslim extremists, whether they're black extremists, whether white extremists, whether whatever they are, who are trying to kill us. Because in the end of the day, we're all getting killed. Jews just got killed in a couple of weeks ago in Pittsburgh. Muslims just got killed two, three days ago in, in New Zealand. So this is not a talk about just one religion. You know, the victims of school shootings are not all whites. They're not all Muslims. They're not all Christians. They're from every race. Terrorism is affecting everybody's life. And we need to realize at some point that we, it's not us versus them. It's all of no. us against them, against it's them as in terrorist groups. Uh, you know, Here's something I need to encourage our audience. And this is the reason we, actually, honestly, this is the reason why me and Omar did this podcast. We were fed up. We're like, hold on a second. <clears throat> we hear it from our women. We hear it from our friends. Everybody's like, oh my God, you out of people are cool. I was like, what is we out of people are cool? 
<laughs> it's like, is there something we don't understand? But as we grew up as businessmen, and it's actually, we are more more for the community. If you see our work, we always do. And part of this podcast is we want to break this fucking gap and they tell people, yo, we are just like you. We've just been hounded with shit that just it got labeled on us. And trust me, we are against this shit. We are a very loving, happy community. We have our bad apples just like you guys right now. But we're not pushing anymore the hate. We have the hate agenda. We did. But we don't want that anymore. And we're standing against it. And unfortunately, the United States is not doing a good work. I don't give a fuck who you vote for. I'll, even if I vote for whatever president, I will call him on his failed track. And I'm calling out President Donald Trump. He failed on this. I feel him not standing up and fighting back against this guy for using his name as an inspiration is not a good thing. I'm sorry. You're only giving more fuel to the enemy. And who's the enemy? The enemy is who are the real terrorists out there. They're just waiting, like Omar pointed out, for this situation. This is a recruiting video on an instrument that's going to happen. Literally. And what I keep telling people, you need to be educated on the Middle East situation. Um, Ahmed, remember that documentary I told you about Krav Maga? Watch it. Yeah, How did it open your eyes and shocked you? Just share with the public. When you watch the documentary about the Middle Eastern martial art, you know, it's, it's filmed in Israel. What did you see and learn from that? just that whole documentary? How shocked were you about that information you got? No, it's, it's very different. That documentary, the, you know, the American media makes it seem like Israelis hate all Arabs and Arabs hate all Israelis. But yet this We're documentary... But yet this documentary is in Israel, in Israel, and it shows you gyms yes. where you have Muslims, Muslims, Christians and Jews, Arab. Arabs and, and Israelis, uh, white and brown, training together, fighting each other, sparring with each other, and then they shaking hands yeah. and moving on. And actually, and, and, but we know this because we have friends in Israel, we have families in Israel, we're like, oh yep. yeah, we're not different. We actually, we're, we're not at war. We're, we're, you know who we are at war with? We're at war with piece of shit people who are terrorist organizations or people who are killing innocent people. Uh, you know, I have no problem with, you know, Lebanese people. I have problem with Hezbollah. I have no problem with Palestinian people. I have problem with, you know, Hamas. I have no problem with, you know, you know, Iraqi people. I have problem with ISIS. So the same thing. We don't have a problem with the entire country. We have problems with terrorist organizations that are a small minority and does not represent everybody. And at the end of the day, and I kind of want to go back to that point, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if you're black, white, Hispanic. Christian or Muslim, we're all victims to terrorist organizations targeting us and shooting us in schools, churches, and mosques and malls. We're all victims to these acts of cowardice that continue around the world of attacking us for our beliefs or our color or this and that. They might be inspired for different reasons, but at the end of the day, we're all getting killed the same. We're all going to be buried the same. We're all going to go, you know, wherever you believe in, we're all going to go the same place if you believe in that. But at the end of the day, there are thousands of white men and women getting killed in schools and churches every year. There's thousands of Muslims getting beheaded by ISIS every year. There's thousands of Christians yeah. getting beheaded by ISIS. There's thousands of people getting killed by, you know, black extremist terrorist organizations around the world. So it's, it's not one-sided. It's terrorism affects everybody and targets everybody. It's not just affecting, you know, a small percentage of the world. And there's plenty that divide us. We need love to unite us. And honestly, if, and I, and here's the th a message to, to our followers. I kind of feel a lot of people on my Facebook have been ashamed of what they're posting because in the end of the day, I see a lot of them claiming to be Christians and going to churches on Sunday. Remember this, and this is my, my side rant. If being Christian is not about going to church on Sunday and checking in, 
being it's not about that it's it's you're you're basically taking a corp and putting perfume on it being christian is build, being a good human being and spreading love and spreading you know being a good person to your neighbors how is that being a good christian where you're basically calling for the killing of children women and men who are innocent and done nothing that makes you a piece of shit christian in my opinion because christianity no, think about shit. you are, you are yes. Name, name. If you're a Christian, name one time that Jesus mentioned or encouraged the killing of anybody. So, if you believe Al Qaeda is an extremist group, or, or you know Muslims, if you believe in whatever you want to believe, as a Christian, you should be holding a better ground and saying, you know what, we are better than hate. We are better than terrorist organizations. We should spread love. We should in- in- encourage our communities to come closer and unite. You know, there, I applaud St. Louis. Uh, I applaud St. Louis community today. A couple of the churches in St. Louis opened their doors and invited their Muslim community to come and, and light up candles and say, we stand with you. That is inclusive. Yeah. And that's showing the love of Christ and showing the love of Christianity versus closing your doors and says, you deserve it, motherfuckers, because you're Muslims. Because, again, here's one thing that's going on. And you know what? The, you just hit it so hard. It, it just it, it, it got me a little bit emotional because what Omar said, you guys have to understand one thing. We came from countries that we grew up and we had to swallow our tears and figure out a way how to make a life. Do you guys think we're happy that we left our country? We love this country, don't get me wrong. But there are times like this, goddamn, that me and him will sit there like, I wish being around other people like me. <laughs> you know that comment? But what I just hit here about Christianity is how we fought in Islam. And I'm so happy to say Islam is turning a big page right now. And it's the best time in ever to be in it right now. What's sad though? The religion that's known to be the compassion religion. The forgiving religion, the loving religion, which is Christianity. It is a fact. We respect and love Prophet uh, Jesus, peace be upon him. You guys have to understand that. Muslims are not. We do. As an Arab, Middle Easterners. It is something we understand. And you, what Christianity is going through right now, is what Islam suffered for the last 20 years. Just now, what has it been, two years, three years now? With the right self, again, things have changed. Exactly. When it comes to the religion, yeah. So, it's it's hard, it's really hard for us, but Christianity right now is eating it. Christianity right now is going through what we went. And ladies and gentlemen, would you lay out, you know, for all of our audience, we beg you, from people that went through this, don't let it happen, because you guys are going that way. You guys are stepping in a very, very, very ugly, deep hole that is going to take, I don't know how long it took us, decades, for our countries to see it? Exactly. And how many of us ran away? How many of our money got uh, obliterated? How many family members we lost during this process? I see it. I see it, and I'm calling it on this day. United States of America and Europe, if you don't wake up, Christians in general, if you don't wake up, you guys are going to run down to what happened to us Muslims, what happened to all of us. I mean, we can sit and make a podcast, a hundred episodes. We will not cover things that we've seen and used in the name of God that I don't wish for the day to come for you guys here. Trust me, we don't. This is why this is something very emotional to me and Omar when we talk about this. This is something that hit us at home. We left our homes for this shit. <laughs> now we see it? No. Imagine. Exactly. And, and and for the record, and I think Philos would agree with me, we both agree and we, we talk plenty outside, obviously, the podcast, but we both agree that any organized religion 
has similarities. There are piece of shit Christians. There are piece of shit Muslims. There are piece of shit you know Jews. There are cunts in every religion. There are bad imams. There are bad pastors. There are you know pedophile pastors in both religions. There are people killing in both religions. You know the Christianity had crusades. Muslims have you know their quote unquote jihad with terrorist organizations. There's you know Muslims. There are Muslim organizations around the world killing in the name of Allah. But there's also you know white extremists killing in the name of whatever they believe in and shooting up churches and shooting up black people or shooting up Mexicans because they disagree with their color of skin or their beliefs. So at the end of the day, you know, at the end of the day, extremists are not much different. If you take honestly, examine right wing extremist groups, terrorist organizations from the right wing, examine them to Al Qaeda, they have a lot in common. They probably should hang you out together. To me. You're the best one that said it. You said it to me, what, two years ago? Yeah. You, I remember you said it and I went quiet. And it wasn't I went quiet because I was disagreeing to you. It hit home. I'm like, son of a bitch, he's right. Like the same behavior. Uh, this is what we're trying to tell you, ladies and gentlemen. This is really serious. This is a dangerous path you're going. Right extreme. And we're saying it. And by the way, you guys should understand we don't have a political agenda here. Like me and Omar are so open-minded that both sides sometimes wonder what the fuck our head's about. But right extreme, the right extreme behavior, it is so much of the behavior of the Muslim Sunnis. I'm talking about the Wahhabis, by the way. They they are a political side. It's not religious, FYI. But one day, the Wahhabis, they were made in Saudi Arabia. Exactly. That's, that's who they were running it. Now we don't have it. No, exactly. And we're saying Christianity is going that way. It is a very delicate thing. And our president, I'm sorry again, with all due respect to President Donald Trump, he's not taking this matter serious. It's been brewing now. No, it's gonna get worse. No, exactly. And, and, and for the record, for the record, uh, you know, you got to examine history, but also examine, you know, news. Read past what the news is telling you. Read and look around how many schools are getting shot up by white extremists. Read up how many Muslims are getting killed by their, you know, Muslim terrorist organizations. And at the end of the day, watch, talk to actual people, like talk to your neighbors. You'll realize that Arabs have nothing against Jews. We have, I have plenty of friends who are Jewish. I have plenty of friends who are in Israel. I'm pro- Hundred percent pro Israel, you know. So I have you <laughs> exactly. So, so, and then of the day, you're like, I'm the Holocaust survivor. <laughs> And then of the day, I get people tell me, oh, you're Arab, you must hate Israel. Uh, no, motherfucker, I'm actually very pro-Israel. Uh, yeah. So that doesn't mean shit. And at the end of the day, last I checked, and I mean not to be uh, too straightforward, last I checked, it wasn't Muslims or Arabs that killed six million Jews. It was the uh-huh. Nazis who are, again, white, and, and Hitler was of the Christian faith, whether he practiced it or not. So here we have yeah. a Christian who killed six million Jews. It wasn't Arabs. It wasn't yep. a guy wearing a turban. It wasn't, you know, a guy from Saudi Arabia. It was a European, Western European descent who killed six million Jews and prosecuted Jews yep. to leave their countries and rush to the Middle East. So it wasn't that. I'll share. I'll share a story from from my own blood. My grandmother, rest her soul, who I call her the woman that raised me in my life, and the reason I am in the martial arts. She told me, Umar, and I remember, I used to look at her black and white picture, and I call her Uma. So I was like, Uma, because I got her in German, grandma. Why in your picture she's blonde? If you see her picture, she has jet black hair like me, a very dark eye. She's from Yugoslavian Jew, from even the jet sea blood. That's how dark they are, you know? And she said her mom used to bleach their hair so they don't pay attention to them. The Nazis. Can you believe that shit? Yeah. 
My grandma, when I've seen pictures of her, the child blonde. My grandma is not. She has jet black hair like me. They used to get bleached. No, I believe it. So they don't get killed. Yeah. I believe it. And, and, and it's sad reality. And the more we realize that we are all alike, doesn't matter what you believe in. Yeah. Or at the end of the day, we all just yeah. want to relax and watch, you know, uh, work, make money and, and live our life. And the end of the day, if you realize that extremist group, whether they're Christians, whether Nazis, whether they're, you know, Muslims, they want to kill us. They want to kill all yeah. of us. You realize that it's our yep. best interest to unite. A house that is divided among itself is a weak house. We got to unite and use love to unite us. Reach out to your Muslim communities. Reach out to your Christian communities. Reach out to yes. your Jewish communities and say, hey, guys, let's stand together against extremists that are fucking killing us. Let's stand up yep. against, you know, Muslims who are killing us. Let's stand against the Jews who are killing us. Let's stand up with Christians who are killing us. Let's unite. You know, yep. and, and that 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 clears a lot of a lot of things a lot of times you know people who have never seen a person from a different uh, ideology might fear them you know if you grow up in a in a little town that you never seen a black guy you might well, you see them the first time and like holy shit i'm going to get jumped or you know because you, you're stereotypically you're, you've never seen one you've never seen a person from different color but if you actually talk to black guys or talk to black families be like oh man we're, we're actually very alike we have a lot in common we all like beer we all like tequila we all like this we like that and the same thing when it comes to religion if you reach out to your community you would be surprised how many Muslims are in your community you might because they don't fit your stereotype you not know my my fiance yeah. just told me yeah. yesterday she said somebody who been one of their big customer for 20 years walked in and says hey I know you guys are Arab but you guys are Christian right because I've seen you drink and you know like eat up and party and she goes no actually we're Muslims and that kind of shook shocked him so if you reach out to to your community you might be surprised of how many people in your community are actually Muslims or your friends and families are actually normal people remember can you educate our audience I'll leave it to you because they think I'm more Americanized what is a typical weekend for our Arabs when they come here (laughs) what do they do the Arab Americans I'm, What's our typical weekend like? I, I'm just saying, and I mean, um, this is a stereotype, but it's a, it's almost the right stereotype. I, Arabs in general smoke more weed, do more coke than any other ethnicity on earth. Oh my god, it's awful. For for the record, you know, if you if you yeah. go to, if you go to any nightclub, majority of nightclubs I go to Kansas City, the VIP tables are taken by Arabs. VIP tables, yeah. majority of time, but you don't realize you're like, oh, my, this guy must be a Mexican or must be Puerto Rican. But if you actually go talk yeah. to them, you'll find out there are Muslims holding up fucking VIP tables in nightclubs doing coke of certain the bathroom. Yeah. Hey, it's not something we're bragging about, ladies and gentlemen. I'm telling you, he's not kidding. Literally, they do things. You'll be like, what? I mean, th- this is the party aspect. So, okay, so these are the party people. The non-party people, you know what they like to do? Eat, get together, smoke hookah, of course, and watch TV or go to a movie. Literally, this is, I mean, holy shit, what do we do, Omar, when we hang out? We open the TV, we sit YouTube and drink. <laughs> drink with YouTube. Yeah, exactly. if, we're not, if we're not punching and choking each other out because we trade, literally, this is what they do. And people are like, oh my God, the terrorists, we're bringing in terrorists. They have uh, their books and their rugs on them. You literally would not know one. Me and Omar, we have people to this day. When we did the podcast, you're like, you guys are Arab? 
Like, no, no, uh, exactly. And, and you never realize, honestly, because again, uh, people stereotype, they think Muslims are, oh, they have to be Arab, they have to look in a certain way, they have to have a beard and look in a certain way and act in a certain way. And then they don't realize, like when I worked in, when I worked in prison, uh, one of my, I walked in one day and I saw an, uh, like a phrase from the Quran written on the whiteboard. And I knew that I didn't have any Arabs and in, inmates, but it turned out to be a black guy from St. Louis, born and raised in St. Louis, 100% American, who's from Muslim faith. So that if you see him on the street, you wouldn't be, and he's tattooed up, he's a gangster, he's in jail for murder. You, you wouldn't think, I'd be like, oh, well, he's not Arab. So again, you're stereotyping, you see people in nightclubs and you're like, oh, they cannot be Muslims, there's no way. And you see a person who is, you know, Arab, you're like, oh, he must be a Muslim. But really, you're wrong. You stop stereotyping people and realize people are the same. Talk to your fucking neighbors. Stop listening to the news and Twitter and whatever. Talk to your neighbors. You'll realize there's a lot. You have a lot in common with them. And I'm not saying and I'm not encouraging. Am I saying there is no bad extremist Muslims in the United States, Europe and other places? Yes, there's plenty of piece of oh, shit. There there's yeah. plenty of piece Trust of shit. Some, some of them we spotted and I even said that guy's going to be trouble. <laughs> no, no, exactly. There's, there's plenty of piece of shits in the Muslim community, but any ethnicity in the world, and I dare you, look in your own family. If you don't have a piece of shit in your family, you are the piece of shit in your family. Every fucking person, any group, even Thanksgiving, you hang out with your family, there's a piece of shit in the family. And I mean, that's a small oh, yeah. gathering. Oh. If you hang out with a, friend, a bunch of friends, you're like, oh, he's a, bad, he's a piece of shit. So any, any group, ask any country, but like call, call, you know, any Israeli and be like, oh, are you guys all angels? They'd be like, no, we actually have plenty of cunts. Arabs were like, yeah, we have plenty of cunts. Americans, there's plenty of bad people, plenty of bad cops, plenty of bad people in the military. It's not one thing fits all. It's not like all bad people are from, you know, this country or all good people must work in this job. There are people who are amazing people in the military. There are people who are piece of shits. There are people who are amazing people who are Muslims and there are people who are piece of shits who are Muslims. And at the end of the day, a religion uh, an ethnicity, a color, a job does not define if you're good or bad. What defines is your actions. If you take Islam and say, you know what, I'm going to go kill people in the name of Islam, then yeah, you're a piece of shit. If you're a Christian and you decide, you know what, I'm going to go start raping kids, you're a piece of shit. It doesn't define, you're not defined by, based on your Christianity or Islam. You're defined on what you're doing with that religion, what you're doing with your belief. I, I support any person's belief, and I think Faraz does too, any person's belief. You can believe in anything you want. You can be anything you want. We have plenty of friends from different backgrounds you know that goes from all the way from you know muslims arabs or foreigners that just came last year to porn stars and, and strippers we have people from atheism to you know democrats to republicans to christians we have all kind of friends at yeah. the end of the day as long as you're not trying to shove your thoughts on me or force me to believe in what you don't we have no problem and that's how it should be this just came in by the way this just came in um you know how my phone is plugged to the news like you the new zealand bikers this is really, see, this, 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 this has really got to me in a good way. I can't believe it. So dig this out, Omar. The New Zealand bikers gathered and danced the Hakka dance, which has come from the Samoan, in honor of the victims, the Muslim victims. Oh, exactly. I'm still waiting for the United States to do something. I'm still waiting. No, exactly. I think in the United States, and I hope this serves as a reminder to our community that not all Muslims are bad, not all Christians are good, not all Jewish people are good, not all Jewish people are bad. Uh, there are bad apples in every religion, there are bad apples in every family, and we got to unite together to find, hunt, and destroy bad apples in our communities, whether they're white, black, Hispanic, or Muslims. doesn't matter what their background is, we got to stand against evil. Terrorism is exactly that. Any person that walks into a mosque and shoots up a bunch of people 
is evil. Any person that walks into a school and shoots a bunch of people is evil. So at the end of the day, we got to stand against evil. It's not, you know, us versus Muslims or Muslims versus the world. It's good versus evil. The, there's Middle Eastern countries who have been fighting. Iraq military has been fighting for the last 12 years against ISIS and getting killed in the thousands. Jordan. What even, about Lebanon? How long Lebanon has been in war? Lebanon, Syria, a lot of Muslim countries, Saudi Arabia and fighting Al-Qaeda in Yemen, fighting yeah. extremists in Yemen. They've been, yeah. for, for the last, yeah. what, five years now, Saudi Arabia, a very Muslim country, been fighting extremists in Yemen and trying to... Which, th- by the way, the media, and unfortunately the Democrats, played it as a game. And they say, oh, the poor Yemenis, the poor Yemenis, look what Saudis are doing to them. I am sorry, but the enemy is there. And like Omar said, that country has been fighting, fighting hard against terrorism and to clean the names for Muslims and Arab in the world. But to top it off also, you have that going on there and Qatar that came out. I saw the Arabia proof with the operation of the United Emirates and Iraq. That they've been supporting terrorist organizations. Exactly. I'm so still waiting. Why is the Congress not standing with the report? Exactly. And then you guys, when something happens, them Muslims, them Muslims. Exactly. Uh, you know, people people need to take a chill pill, enjoy a drink, maybe have tequila, and realize that uh, you know your 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 problem, the United States or the West, is not you know the Mexicans. They're not black. They're not Arabs. They're not Muslims. Your problem is bad people, and bad people come in every color, shape, and size. There are, you know, I'm a firm believer there's, you know, uh, people who are any job, any ethnicity, there are bad people and bad examples. And we can literally name thousands of anything, name ethnicity and be like, okay, we'll find somebody who's bad in it. So this argument, and I've been seeing it online, it's a dumb argument that says, well, uh, Mexicans are bad. I can find you six Mexicans who raped girls. Okay. But I can find you 10 okay. million Mexicans who did not rape girls, who are amazing people in our communities. I, you say, oh, Muslims are bad. Well, I can name you 50 million. Muslims in the United States who've done not had or contributed to terrorism and actually have fought against terrorism. What what about the ones in the military? Did they forget how many Arabs are in the military? Or how many Muslims in the military or how many people in the FBI, CIA or people fighting in the United States government? Your brothers are in the FBI. Exactly. So exactly. So it's 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 a dumb argument. You know, of course you're gonna find bad people. Like we can play this card all day long. You you'll be like, oh, you know what? Uh, foreigners are bad, and I'll be like, all right, cool. Then white people are bad. I can name you twenty, you know, active shooters that are white. And the end of the day, that's a bad argument. A good argument is the as exact same way. These active shooters who are white do not represent all white people. They don't represent all conservatives. They don't represent all gun owners. Then Muslim terrorist groups did not represent all Muslims. There's 1 billion Muslims in the world. And I'm going to leave you with guys with this. If 1 billion people around the world were bad, that's one sixth of earth was bad. We would be in deep shit. We probably would not be going to work tomorrow on Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday. If we have one sixth of the world trying to kill us, then we're we're in deep, deep shit. You know, that's that's you're going to feel it way more than, you know, what we're feeling right now. If one sixth of the world was bad. You know that's that's gonna be a major issue, and 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 if if one let's put it this way, if one million one billion people, one sixth of the earth were bad, if they agreed to fucking line up and jump at the same time, we'll have an earthquake. So, uh, stop this notion of all Muslims are bad. Really, one billion people, one sixth of earth is bad. I mean, that's kind of retarded argument. Yeah. Well, uh, again, let's go back. I said these uneducated keyboard fucking warriors that we have. They just jump up on everything they see without knowing 
And like I said, lack of education. I mean, literally, when you ask one of them, and they're like, you pray to your Allah. Well, you pray to Allah too. No, mine is not called Allah. I'm like, you stupid fuck. Allah is an Arabic word for God. <laughs> exactly. Christian, Christian Jews and Muslims all pray to Allah if they're Arabs because Allah literally means God. So by definition, it's an Arabic name. By definitions, definitions, you know, Christians who are Arab go to church and praise Allah on Sunday. Allah, yeah, exactly. Lebanese, aren't Lebanese? And I haven't met a Muslim Lebanese till now. To be honest with you, yeah, no, and, no, no, no. and 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 what is the favorite word? Look, the hayat Allah. When they talk to you, right? Exactly. When they, they, I swear to Allah. Yeah, they're Christians, and they and, and their second language is French and English. So what the fuck are you talking about? Exactly. It's, it's, I don't pray to your Allah. <laughs> oh God, I don't get triggered, but that word triggers the fuck out of me. <laughs> yeah, no, because they think they think Allah is only a Muslim God. I'm like, no, no, no. It literally is the word for God. Like you know, and like Yeshua is the word for Jesus in Arabic. Like that's his name in Arabic. It doesn't make him an Arabic Yeshua. We have an Arabic version of Jesus. We just have one Jesus, no. but his name in Arabic is Yeshua, and English is yep. you know Jesus. That's the exact same thing. Like a lot of these folks, it's translation. But at the end of the day, guys, let's leave you with this. Unite with people, love people, yeah. understand at the end of the day that, you know, hatred is targeting and affecting every single one of us despite religion, ethnicity, or background. And hatred does not know a religion. Hatred comes in every color, shape, and size. And we should unite and include all our community to fight against hatred and not eliminate an entire group of people just based on their religion or gender and or, or beliefs or, you know, political beliefs. A house that's divided among itself is a weak house. Absolutely, I agree. And before we go, I want to also send this out to the Arab community. And me and Omar talk about this a lot. This is not anymore a Christian, Arab, Jew, I know. We're all one. We're Arab American community. We Arab Americans need to all unify. We've been having division in a long time, and a lot of us have been hiding, but now a lot of us have been rising up. A lot of us have taken good, moderate positions in the community like us. A lot of us are put in political positions, beautiful government jobs, even a medical field. We've been everywhere right now. I mean, hell of shit. Look at the entertainment. What we're trying to say is we also have a job is to unite our community and educate these people. Exactly. That we are as American as all of you think, or more than you think, because we're here. We are Arab Americans. We are proud to be also Arab Americans, but also you need to respect our heritage and our religion as well. And some of us are majority are Muslims, not everybody is, but that doesn't mean we're not united. So we leave you with that, guys, and I uh, literally hope this, uh, moving on, we bring more podcasts on, but, you know, these kind of things happen, and I think me and Omar had an obligation. We had to uh, answer this. And again, do you understand, there is, for you Arab Americans here, if you're feeling getting threats or hate or that, there's a lot of information we're going to be posting for you also to seek help for this stuff. Don't sit there, bend over, and take it because you think it will go away. No, it will not. This is a bullying mentality, and you have to fight back for it. We've been hiding in the past. A lot of Arabs hide in the past because they don't want to say that they're Arabs or they're Muslims because they were afraid to get labeled terrorists. You got, they got to accept you for who you are as, as you are accepting them for who they are. So that's how it should be. Exactly. But... Yep. Well, thank you guys for listening and uh, join us in, in uh, not next week, the week after for a new episode.
Yes, we got yeah, we got a couple of busy things coming. I think uh, Big Nick Hughes is coming. We might use him for a podcast. So we'll see how that goes. Thank you to our sponsors. Thank you to our sponsors. Authority, no bullshit, high quality supplement. Warrior Culture Gear, custom designed and hand printed apparel, made by and for the modern warrior. Modern warrior. Warrior Fuel, Kansas City's best pre-made healthy meal delivery plan. Feed the warrior in you.